Well, hello there. Bonsoir. <laughs> I've been meaning to pull that one out for a while now. There's a great um, uh, panel that uh, with the cast of the Umbrella Academy um, yes. when they were introducing everybody. Robert Sheehan decided to to answer his name with Bonsoir. I think it became a TikTok thing for a while. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to do it until right before it happened. So that was fun. All right, but um, but you know, just uh, to correct you a little bit. When I, I say, know it's not the evening. <laughs> I, I know, uh, but uh, when I say, well, hello there, uh, you should uh, answer with General Kenobi and then... Oh, right. Uh, yeah. To be fair, I probably should have done that particularly for this episode. <laughs> I mean, come on, Katie. <laughs> Did yeah, I teach day, you nothing? I might be good at this. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's fine. It's, it is. It is. How are you, Katie? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Ah, uh, you know, it's going. <laughs> it continues. <laughs> it continues to go. <laughs> um, um, shall we introduce our uh, podcast uh, to the listeners like they don't oh, know yeah. it? <laughs> uh, I guess I, I, will, I will get on with that. All right. Yes. Hi, guys. Welcome to Katie and Lily Kay do a film podcast. I am Katie and that is Lily Kay. Not Troy Baker. Still. Still. <laughs> <laughs> Same time. <laughs> But uh, we are working on it. We are working on it. Um, and actually, on Friday's episode, we're going to have the big announcement uh, coming in. Uh, and you will finally find out what we've been working on, basically. Uh, so just, you know, keep patient. Keep patient. It's, it's going to be fine. <laughs> um, and today we have a very, 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 very special guest, who's my dear friend, Elliot. Hi, Elliot! Hi, this is uh, Troy Baker standing in for Elliot. <laughs> Troy, uh, is that you? <laughs> My God. This is really me. You've been uh-huh. waiting. No, this is this is a <laughs> <high> jokes. Ha ha ha. I I Sort of today, this morning, I it came into my head to to do that because I know how you love your little Troy Baker joke, and I was like, <laughs> you know what? I've I've got to I've got to do this, and I don't know. I, you were pretty good. I know I'm going to be so pleased with myself. So um. it was it was pretty good. I was convinced for a second that it was actually Troy. Uh, so you did good. I've been listening to lots of Troy. Oh, lots of Troy. Oh, did we make you a fan? Well, you know, I've been, I've been a fan of Troy's, you know, for a while. I, here's the thing: like, I don't, I wouldn't say that I was ever like a fan of Troy's, but I was certainly a fan of the games that mm-hmm. he was a voice actor in. Oh, and yeah. then when I sort of got into learn more about the actors behind the voices, mm-hmm. of course, like Troy stood out. And then, yeah, I was, you know, through, through yourself, you introduced me to Retro Replay. And, and yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of the guy. He's cool. Like, he seems so down to earth. So I love that we're really staying on topic of what today's podcast is about. <laughs> Troy, are you hearing this? Are you appreciating all of the nice things we're all saying about you? <laughs> <laughs> Troy, come on! <laughs> um, uh, I, I'm sure. I'm sure he's uh, he's very thrilled uh, to hear all these things. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying this like he's listening. Maybe he is. <laughs> he's listening. He's listening. Believe you have to believe. Yeah. You have to just believe. 
<laughs> oh my god! Uh, I I had an introduction in my head uh, as well because yes. of, because of our our topic that uh, you know you know that mm-hmm. the reason why you are here basically, and uh, but then I decided that I'm not going to do it because uh, when I have to do um, singing live, it's uh, not always working out. Uh, oh. uh, but I I was I was feeling doing like the Star Wars theme, just you know, in a cappella style or something like that, and introducing <laughs> you like that. I mean, why why are we not all three of us still doing that? Uh, it's it's a good it's I, a good question, Katie. Do you want to answer? I'm it? not sure. I'm I'm more prepared. <laughs> I'm more prepared. Uh. Okay, okay, listeners. It's going to be my job to convince both Lily and Katie to acapella sing the Star Wars song by the end of the podcast. Oh, okay. So you've definitely got to listen to the end, even for just that. Yes. So, <laughs> I mean, you. It, it. It's gonna be it's gonna be easy with me. You have to convince Katie to do it. Yeah, and then... the more you kind of bring this up as a thing, the more I kind of want to leave. <laughs> well, this is it. This is why for now I'm just gonna I'm gonna drop it, and, and it's just gonna happen when you least expect it. <gasps> oh, I love that. Somehow yes. even worse. So unlimited Good, let's, let's, good. Let's that one. <laughs> um, so, Elliot, um, please uh, introduce mm. yourself to our dear listeners. Yes. Um, you know, Should I do be... something actually normal. Um, <laughs> no, it's like you know, we are weirdos. So, just stay <laughs> yeah, with the weird. <laughs> okay, I'll stick with weird. Um, no, uh, hi, my name is Elliot. I uh, yeah, I'm a great friend of Lily's. We we used to work together doing all doing. Um, hospitality jobs and yeah. and then we kind of you know got that mutual friendship through all things film and tv and video games and whatnot but i run a youtube channel hakuna yes. machata which is specifically a diversity inclusion and representation uh, focused channel uh, within film and tv to talk positively about it a lot of it is mainly about uh, black and mixed race representation i'm mixed race half caribbean half half English. Technically, I'm actually half English, half German, because I was born in England. Mm. My dad's German. But yeah, the black side of me is from the Caribbean. Ooh. So yeah, that's that's kind of me. And, you know, representation is an important thing. So that's why I like to talk about it on my YouTube channel. But what is also an important thing is Star Wars, because obviously. Yep, so yes. <laughs> that's why I was really happy to accept the invitation to come on today. Yes. So yeah. can we say that you are a pirate of the Caribbean? Oh my god. <laughs> um no. <laughs> Shit. It's, it's, I'm just gonna I'm gonna just Yeah. <laughs> it was such a good joke. I was just preparing myself for it. <laughs> that one uh, that one just sort of died a bit, didn't it? <laughs> Just you guys are so mean. I found it really funny, okay? Ellie <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I have never met, and yet we're already on the same page. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. Thanks, Elliot. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, I love you. You, say, you, 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 you say thank you to us, but when your jokes are crap. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Um, um, okay, uh, let's move on, please. <laughs> We've really thrown you off your groove now, huh? Yes, I am now uh, pretty sad. <laughs> I'm going to oh. cry, actually. Um, oh, my God. It's okay. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, so yes, um, I, I would highly recommend checking out Elliot's uh, channel on, on YouTube. And I know that Katie's probably smiling behind her mic because... Uh, 
Katie is also big in diversity, just like <laughs> myself. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, um, Eddie's channel is, I think, easily the best one out there. Um, <laughs> and just go and fucking watch it, uh, guys. Uh, and uh, today, you're going to hear all his wisdom. But, oh my uh, gosh, you just swore, and now I'm really happy that we're allowed to swear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big time. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Great, let's do this. <laughs> he yells, peeking the microphone. <laughs> hey, look, whenever I get to swear on something, it's just, you know, you just, you just relax then. You, don't, yep. you, kind of, you, you don't have to be as professional anymore. You can really just kind of go into stuff, which is great. Yeah, we, ha- we had a re- uh, an interview with uh, somebody very special, cough, cough, uh, recently, <laughs> who said pretty much the exact same thing. Oh, we were like you are allowed to swear he went oh thank god people people just know you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's an important thing great okay yeah. cool it's it's um it it frees the soul if, if, oh, it really does it, 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 it does. it's just a good thing um uh and today's topic um because uh on friday our dear child uh our beautiful beautiful baby Yoda is coming back to us and the mandalorian baby as well Yoda. <laughs> Um, so that's why we decided that we're going to invite Elliot, first of all, uh, because mm. um, he is just, you know, the master of Star Wars and, and all things Star Wars. Uh, and we're going to talk about all things Star Wars. That's, that's that the topic. That makes sense then, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that certainly does make sense. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, I've got some notes. Yeah. <laughs> I know you do. years of notes stored <laughs> up. So let's go. Understandable. Um, so, uh, Elliot. Here's the first and very obvious question. Why yes. do you love Star Wars? Why do I? I love Star Wars for the same reason I think most of the people that love Star Wars love Star Wars. I saw the original trilogy mm-hmm. in the cinema. I'm one of the lucky few that have <gasps> seen the original trilogy in the cinema. That is so Back when cool. it released for the 20-year anniversary in 97. Yes. And my dad took my sister and I to go watch A New Hope. Uh, she fell asleep. Oh. I had my eyes and my imagination and my beliefs mm. shot through the roof. Everything. I, it was, I, 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 I don't remember a day in my life since that day when mm-hmm. Star Wars has not been a part of it. Oh. And, you know, so I think, I think by this point, it's just it's, it's embedded you know, like in the Inside Out, how they create a core memory. Mm-hmm. I think Star Wars is a core memory within my psyche. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's just, I think it, you know, it caught me as a six-year-old kid, just like this incredible, weird world of wonderment. It was like nothing, obviously, that I had ever seen before. And so, you know, and it's, it's kind of spiraled further into that. You know, I have a YouTube channel where I talk about film and TV. I became an actor. I... You know, I think for, that was really the opening up of of, of who I am today, essentially. Mm. That is so nice that's to right. hear. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, like, uh, I think that's uh, the magic of Star Wars, basically, uh, mm. what you just said. Mm. Uh, it's it's just like, I remember when uh, I was a kid, I unfortunately, I haven't seen it in the cinemas uh, as a kid, uh, but mm. I remember my brother showing it to me and it was just pure wonder. I just, I right. remember sitting in front of the TV and be like, oh, that is so cool. And that's that, like, that's my first memory. And then I, you know, I was obviously um, in love with all the characters and everything uh, yeah. in it. 
just immediately like that. And um, and and I think uh, the other big thing that it does is just it just brings people together in a in a very beautiful way. Um, because yeah. I I think it's it's fair to say that the Star Wars fandom is is one of the biggest ones out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it must it must be the biggest, right, in terms of film and TV. I think surely. so. I think so. Yeah, maybe Star Trek is is. Uh, coming in behind it or next to it god knows uh, really? do you I, think I, I i would say so <laughs> star trek's okay. been around for longer i will point that yes, out yes yes so i I, yeah. I that's why we have the trekkie and the star wars uh, uh war yeah, star, star trek in terms of fandom is quite uh storied in uh like I, i've i've read like old old stories of, of old star trek fans uh because they they're kind of the reason that conventions exist in the way that they yes. do yes that's um true. so i mean you know but that's the age old star star wars versus star trek argument i feel like popping up which uh well we don't really need to get into because i think the space for both of them really is not yes i you know it's, it's yeah. like uh did you guys see the movie called fanboys no no it's uh, it's something else. Uh, uh, basically, what happens in it is uh, one of their friends is diagnosed with cancer, so they decide that uh, they're gonna just go uh, uh, into George Lucas's house and then they just uh, make sure that he's gonna see um, Phantom Menace because that's uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of it. I'm not yeah. seeing it, but yeah, uh, I've never heard and. Of this. No. Do I think I want to? <laughs> it's it's really really funny. Uh, it's it's really is a love letter from from Star Wars fans to to Star Wars fans basically, and uh, it includes a lot of people uh, in cameos. Like Carrie Fisher is in there, um, and, and William Shatner is in there, and it it turns out that William Shatner is actually uh, the inside spy who's who's giving them the information how to get into George Lucas's ranch. Uh, but it's it's such such a fun movie uh, and. You know, it's it's obviously a very uh, dramatic one as well uh, because of their friend. Mm. Uh, but I remember that uh, that was my first introduction into the war between the Trekkies and and the Star Wars fans, and and I loved it. It was yeah. so fucking funny. <laughs> I just couldn't get over it. And uh, you know, I I obviously I only joined into the Star Trek uh, uh, thing basically uh, once G.J. Abrams. Now a lot of people will hear me, but when G.J. Abrams uh, made uh, the new Star Trek movies, that's when I I became a, a Trekkie as well, next to my Star Wars. I mean, that was the same for me. Like I've I've never watched any of the old Star Trek films. I remember seeing some of the TV shows when I was growing up, like the odd episode. I never watched them religiously, but mm. yeah, I, I watched the new J.J. Abrams films. I mean, cool. Yeah, I, I enjoyed them. I can understand <laughs> that people wouldn't have, and that they're probably nothing like the originals, but. I had a good time. Yeah, same. <laughs> what about you, Katie? Why do you love Star Wars? Well, okay, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> I think I've got a slightly different relationship with Star Wars than the yes. both of you, because I, I grew up with Star Wars, yes, but my relationship with Star Wars is kind of through my brother. My older brother is a huge mm. Star Wars fan. It's mm -hmm. kind of his thing. So my childhood was, was punctuated by my brother pulling me out of bed early in the morning and being like, I want to watch Star Wars. And then being, being like, I want to watch the, the teddy bears. Because, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I was very small and I just wanted to see Ewoks being cute, Aww. basically. Yes. Um, so, but it's like, I never had like uh, an intense sort of love relationship with Star Wars. It's just something that was always around and that I appreciated, you know? 
because uh, I think in my head it was always that that's that's my brother's thing more than anything else. Mm. But you know, I have seen uh, most of. I mean, I've seen all of the you know actual main Star Wars movies, but I haven't seen like Solo or <gasps> some of like the other offshoot ones. God. Uh, off the top of my head, I like I I've already mentioned this to you, Lily, but I haven't watched The Mandalorian yet. Oh, you know, yes, I know. Uh, I my I do not have an encyclopedic knowledge of Star Wars, uh, nor do I claim to. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's nowhere close. Christ alive! Um, but I think I don't know. Star Wars to me is always like it reminds me of my brother. Like that that's what I think of when I think of Star Wars. So it's got you know a very special place in my heart but it, it's mm. kind of sort of tangentially through family and it's mm-hmm. one of those things that i would go we when they start coming out again we go see them in the cinema together and that sort of stuff and they always came around yeah. out around my my brother's birthday uh which is in december so that was always his thing he went and saw force awakens i think maybe three times within the course of like a week or so uh, when that came out amateur <laughs> so you know <laughs> Yeah, I'd say that's my relationship with Star Wars and much, which wasn't your question. Uh, it, but it wasn't. Guess, you know, but um, still, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I guess I guess I, I have a love for it because of family rather than what it is in and of itself, right? Okay. But I think that's you know, isn't that like how a lot of people around our generation got into? It? I mean, as we've even as Lily and I have said, like it was my dad taking. Mm-hmm. My sister and I it was Lily's brother. Yeah, you know, sitting her down to watch them as well. So I think it's very indicative of our generation that mm. it was family that got us into it, and mm. and the same with with you know people younger than us watching Force Awakens and Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker for the first time. You know, and Man, so- I can't wait to get into uh, the, the new trilogy conversation because I have stuff. Just oh, about those movies. Oh, don't worry, like it's going to be a great chat. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, we're going to uh, get into it, Katie. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just excited about. It. Good, good. I don't know what that was. Okay, you're okay there. <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, um, so we talked about why we love Star Wars, or um, yes. and uh, you know, I I think it's a it's a common point that uh, it's it's usually our uh, even our, you know our brothers, sisters, or of fathers and mothers uh, bringing us into it, uh, which is really fun. Uh, I, I remember mm. that my uh, uh, mom's partner uh, said that, uh, he, you know, he's, he's such a big Star Wars fan and uh, he, he was obviously there when, when the first movie arrived and how magical it was for them and how big of a thing it was uh, back in the day. Um, so, you know, mm. I, I, I think um, parents especially, they are excellent at... Uh, giving you all the Star Wars love uh, that they feel yeah. for the movies, uh, which is beautiful. Yeah. Um, so here's the second question, I guess. Um, if uh, you would uh, have to choose uh, a favorite Star Wars film, and it can only be only one, just just one, mm. which one mm. would that be? Uh, it's it's not a difficult question. Empire Strikes Back has forever been my favorite. Um, what it does for me is that it's it's kind of the darker tone to it. I am quite a sucker for stories where mm. the good guys don't necessarily always win, you know, where yes. it's a bit of a bittersweet ending where something goes wrong. Maybe someone dies or in the case of Empire, Han is captured. I I, I find those kind of stories just more interesting because it's just, it's a bit more... It's a bit more real, you know. Mm. A New Hope was was great because 
it, you know, it started it all and it sets this trend, but it was kind of really bar, bar Obi-Wan dying. It was kind of, it was pretty easy, really. Mm, you know, mm. they were able to take down the big mega death weapon, like really yeah. easily. But then when it gets to Empire Strikes Back, you know, this, the Empire control most of the galaxy. What is mm. it? 80% of the galaxy? Or so? I don't know. I'm just yeah, throwing yeah. a number out there, but... I should do it Barney Stinson style. 83%. That's, that's exactly how much they, uh, that's always the number he goes to. Yeah, I remember. Eight and a three. So. Um, but yeah, so, and I, and I think it's kind of like, well, if they control so much, mm. how are they not winning? And so I think what was, you know, really indicative of their power, I said indicative again, I was like, I've never used this one, mm. um, <laughs> is when they, when they get to Cloud City, when the heroes get to Cloud City yes. and Lando's like, yeah, sorry, mate, I already signed a deal with the Empire. It's like, of course you did, because it's the, the Empire, they control everything. Mm. That makes, you know, it makes, even though it's kind of like, well, how did they suddenly get here? Well, no, it also makes sense as well. It's the Empire. They, and they have the money, the resources to, mm. to affect that kind of deal. And, and then, you know, all this, you know, Yoda's my favorite character and that was his introduction. And I love batshit crazy Yoda when he's first introduced <laughs> like that is peak Yoda for me um so that when he returned in The Last Jedi he was still you know he was kind of batshit again I was like yes this is this is exactly how it should be yeah so yeah I, Empire just it won on so many levels with me and and I think you know and then also you have Luke sort of you know against all the odds he's like no i've got to go save my friends and you know i think that was a moment really for a lot of people and and mm. then going into return of the jedi where you know this guy was like i was like as a six-year-old seven-year-old kid i was like yo this this guy's a freaking hero and i love him like yeah 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 I'll, i'd follow him into battle let's go yeah. as a seven-year-old kid I'd <laughs> straight into battle. fair enough fair enough um just by mentioning crazy other uh, I I have I have to bring up a song. That Are you gonna bring? Because I I swear to God, if you bring, bring up what I have in my head, then uh, <laughs> yeah. we're all I think we're all on the same page. All, all um, I'm gonna say is stop it now. Yes, there it is. You bring up crazy odor, and I'm like. <laughs> rocking, rocking, then rolling. <laughs> okay, I I, I'm gonna stop now just in case we end up because like, I don't know what the uh, the copyright is on that. So <laughs> I think it's okay if, if we are singing point. it. <laughs> yep, yeah, I, I don't know. It, Maybe it's like if we just sing it off key, then it's all right, isn't it? Oh, yes, give it a different melody. No. <laughs> it. it should be all right then, right? Everyone knows now. Yep, yep, yep. No, no. <laughs> Okay, no, it's it's the, it's the best. It's uh, the crazy yeah. hour here in the KT and the KD film podcast. It's uh, you know it happens. Um, yeah. uh, Katie, what about you? What what is your favorite Star Wars movie? I mean, I, I was going to say I think it has to be The Empire Strikes Back because I think it, like a uh, you know personal involvement aside, mm. right? It's the best one. <laughs> you know, <Okay. laughs> it just is the best movie. Like it yeah. just. Um, Structure wise and and how well it plays out. Like I watched it again uh, a few years ago, um, and I just remember sitting there ago? like you didn't watch well, it yeah. last week. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I don't watch the Star Wars movies that often. <gasps> like, I probably should watch them all again at some point to have a. Did you not? Did you not like watch them in the lead up to Rise of Skywalker? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> you okay? 
I, I'm telling you this thing, like I'm, I, I'm <laughs> be fully honest with you. Star Wars is not really my thing, right? <gasps> it's not because I have, I have other huge, you know, Fandoms, sort of loves yeah, uh, the temple sort See? of See? fandom uh, things that I go to. And Star Wars is not my mm-hmm. sort of go to one. It's just the one that's sort of been around my whole life, that, mm-hmm. and that is why I have that kind of. I, I guess I could call it reverence for it rather than like a like a, a pure um, sort of fandom love for it. But uh, I did watch, uh, I, I tried to, I started making my way through the, the original trilogy a couple of years ago, again, mm. for like, the, you know, because it was like, I hadn't seen it much since I was like quite small. And I just remember watching Empire Strikes Back and being like, this isn't it just, it just even from a sort of passive view and it, extraordinarily better movie than than uh, a new hope was like a new hope is good but then you watch empire, empire strikes back and it's like this is just a really solidly made film right mm. um and uh, man i think it's just i think I, I don't know it's hard for me to put these things into words because it is it, like i said it's not really something i know how to speak about as much you know mm-hmm. sure but I do know well, how I mean, to speak about these newer movies because I have seen them in recent years. <laughs> I mean, you know how to speak about films, though. So, <laughs> and as you say, like just from a, 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 a film standpoint, Empire is Empire is the best. It is. I mean, it is the best. It's, it's like film, it, yeah. it really is. It's just a, a, a like a really well made movie, and plus you get all of the really cool. Um, Empire starts on on Hoth, doesn't it? That's I'm not yeah, being yeah. an insane person yeah. there. That's what I thought. Um, <laughs> Oh man, some people are going to come after me in this one. I, feel like. I mean, listen, Katie, first you were shitting on Captain America and now you're shitting on Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think at this point you're just happy that Lily's over in Hungary, really, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, there have been multiple times during filming this podcast where I'm pretty sure if we were in the same room, she might have tried to kill me. So. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm such a calm person. No? No? Nobody believes oh, me. Oh man! Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I yeah, I, I guess really uh, that that that's as, as as much as I know how to get into it. Empire is just a fucking good film, like mm-hmm. above everything else. It's just really, it's a really good movie. All right, yeah. all right. Um, I will go out of my way, and I will say that my favorite one is Rogue One. So I oh, I will awesome. I will be the odd one out of the okay. group. Uh, Please because, tell me about that. Yes. Um, I do love the original trilogy dearly, and I do believe that uh, you know it's obviously the best one out of all the three existing uh, trilogies. Um, um, but Rogue One was uh, was so special uh, because it it showcased uh, how we don't necessarily need the Jedi's to be. Yeah. you know there <laughs> uh and to to basically carry the movie on their backs uh mm-hmm. which i truly enjoyed and still the force was there um i'm one with the force and the force is with me and uh, <laughs> i just love the whole structure structure i can't speak english today i'm sorry <laughs> i will just you you're know. fine you're, you're good it's right it's better than my hungarian so far today so oh, okay <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay, okay, okay. Um, so it, I just love how it was built up. See, I saved that. I, I saved the situation there. Um, and uh, and I, I don't know, that movie just spoke to me uh, on so many levels, uh, which we already discussed so many times that, you know, emotionally, um, uh, the build up, the storytelling, everything was just there for me. And, uh, yeah. and you know, it, the, the ending was 
it was pretty devastating. I'm not gonna lie. I I didn't expect them to to go that way. I was like, you know, but because there's there's the sickness within Star Wars. I would say that I don't really appreciate or or I can't really appreciate it. Is that you know someone dies, but not really. And it's it's kind of a new thing, um, yeah. especially with the new trilogy uh, as well. Uh, that you know, Chewie dies. No, not really. We were just kidding. Um, um, then three CPO dies. Mm-hmm. Not really. We were just kidding. And then and then it's like, um, what's the fucking yeah, point, guys? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, that's I cannot connect with you emotionally when you're gonna just fuck me over every single time. And uh, that's why Rogue One was just shocking. Like, it was. It was so beautifully done uh, at the end, how everyone basically sacrifices uh, themselves for the cause, and uh, and you know it it was it was fucking heartbreaking. And then just let that scene with Darth Vader at the end is oh, it's it's three scene, isn't it? It's oh. like, it's three scene. Everyone like even now, four years on, everyone's still like that scene, that that motherfucking scene with Darth Vader. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's yes. goosebumps everywhere. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah I, I I will go with with Rogue One because I I love 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 that movie. And also, nice. one, one more uh, very important thing for that movie is uh, Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he sure he sure is in there. <laughs> he definitely is. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I I um, here's here's where we get into discussion because I do. I think Rogue One's a very good movie, but I do have my problems with it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> and my problems... Okay, I, I came to this... I went and saw this movie in the cinema, like, in the new year uh, after it came out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was very specific. I, I remember this very clearly. I had watched... There's an episode of Black Mirror called Shut Up and Dance. Yes. Which, uh, for those who know it, know it's a very, very emotionally taxing episode. Mm-hmm. Um... And I had finished that episode literally the moment we were meant to be leaving to go to see Rogue One. Like I had finished that episode and then I got in the car with my family to go see Rogue One. Mm -hmm. And I was not in a better mood when I left the cinema. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, that's not the movie's fault. (laughs) No, that's not what I'm I'm getting at here. I just just find that whenever I think about the uh, circumstances I went to go see that movie under, I'm like, wow, I really did not set myself up for this movie very well. But the issue I have, particularly with the opening to the film, is that I feel like it doesn't give you the opportunity to let you know who Jin is as a person before you get into the actual plot of the movie. Like, from what I remember, because it has been about four years since I've seen this film. uh, Yeah, four, four, three, three years. Came out end of 2016 and 2017, didn't it? End of 2016, yeah. yeah. End of 2016. So, yeah, like three or four years. Um, Yeah. Um, it, you, when you first meet her, she's already been arrested for something, and she's already being shepherded into the sort of resistance place, right? Mm-hmm. That, I'm, I'm, yeah. I am remembering that correctly, aren't yes. I? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just no, the, remember the Rebel Alliance, uh, yeah, rescuing yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just remember Empire. sitting there going, "Why haven't you shown me why she's been arrested? Why aren't you showing me who she is before she is in this context? Because I, because I felt like from that moment, the movie had put up a glass sort of window between myself and what was happening within the film. And I didn't find any opportunity to really get emotionally connected with the characters. Um, Like I really had to like try, you know, to, to be like, okay, what is it about these people that I need to be caring about so that I, I care about 
their mission. Like, regardless of the fact that this is Star Wars, right? I wanted to know mm. who she was, bef- like, outside of that, mm. so that when she entered into this thing, I, I should know why I care about her journey. And I just felt like the film didn't give me that opportunity to get to know her. So I didn't, like, I felt like there, I, I missed an emotional punch by the end of it where I was like, I mean, I mean, I was sat there going, oh my God, they're all dying. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it was like, I felt like it, it, it missed a beat for me uh, in that opening sequence that I didn't get a chance to, to emotionally invest with her first mm. and i it really sort of took a layer out of the movie for me like i wanted to i feel like i'd like it more if they had like one extra scene at the beginning where you get to see why she was arrested or like her in jail or something like i just wanted to know something about her character before anything else happened because i i just felt like they didn't give you enough about who they were as people like outside no, of everything else very- it's a very lasting effect of that film, really, isn't it? You know, because most people talk about uh, most people talk about the Battle of Scarif. They talk about the Vader scene, but they, no one really talks about the characters. You talk about right. K2SO because he's a really sassy droid. Because <laughs> it's about, Yeah, you talk about about Donnie Yen as curate because he's a blind guy that can beat up a group of stormtroopers. Right. So I, I you know, but, it, but you don't talk about. You don't say, "Oh, I like Chirrut Igwe because he, um, he—I don't know—he—he—he he, he, is. I think me struggling to I find a description, yeah. or me finally—you know—struggling to find a description for him is—is is, yeah, is paramount to what you're saying, testament yeah. to what you're saying. Um, yeah, yeah, you're, and you're right with Jim. Uh, you're right. I, I think the only one that you kind of get a bit of an emotional attached to is is cassian but the emotional attachment is more that he's the first rebel soldier we see or rebel spy that we see who gets his hands dirty you know and so we're like oh oh not not sure about this guy so you know it's not a positive i don't want him to die emotion it's like a oh oh this guy's shady how do i feel about that um mm. i think really for me is the closest you get emotionally attached to any of them yeah i don't know um you're not wrong. I, I, Rogue One, it, it's about the pew pew. You know, it is. It's it, about, it's it's about the mission. The yeah, but I yeah. don't. Yeah. I think it, it. I think it. It. It fails in um, really making me feel for the people who risk their lives and put, you know actually sacrifice their lives uh, yeah. to successfully do this thing that is going to be so vital for the original trilogy. Like, uh, I, I would have liked to have cared more about them. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah. I think the general idea behind it was uh, that it's not really them who, who matter. Yeah, uh, so, you know, it's it's like, um, I still didn't have any problem to connect with them. I'm not going to lie. I cried like an idiot <laughs> no, at the end. I was like, oh, <laughs> what are you doing? No, and, and like, I, I kind of, I generally didn't either, but, but I understand what Katie's saying, definitely. Because, yeah, you're right. You know, if... If we're telling the story of the people that did this, then we surely we need to care about the people in the same way that we cared, you know, for Luke and Han and Chewie yeah. going off to save to save Leia. You know, I feel like there was a way for them to be like, here are the people that you need to care about for the next two hours, but you only really need to care about them for these two hours because that is mm. what we're going to be telling you about in this story. It's not yeah. like I'm. We said it, it. It's not like setting up Ray and uh, and Finn and and 
um, Poe in the beginning of, of The Force Awakens, where you're sitting there going, I'm going to be with these people for the next three movies. So I yeah. need to know where they're going to be, you know, by the end. But it's like, you know, it, it really is just about who are these people? Why should I care about their struggle? Uh, and why should I care that by the end of it, they're all dead, you know? But then if, <laughs> that, if, that's what I want. if, if that would have been uh, what they wanted to put on screen, then we would have another three movie trilogy in no, front no, no. of us. Well, it doesn't need it, doesn't, it, doesn't need it because there are so no. many films out there that, that, that have established that amount of characters. In right. Time. I, it's like I, I I feel like it was possible for them to give us who these people are as like cogs within this machine without yeah. sacrificing the fact that it is still about what they are doing for the resistance. Mm. I don't know. I, I to be fair, I never liked movies, and I don't think movies uh, most of the time can work like that. Like uh, you know. <laughs> We, we could we could mention uh, a few examples, uh, Suicide Squad, <clears throat> um, where they wanted to cram in so many backstories that it just became I a big need, fucking mess, you know. But that, that's the thing. I don't need backstory. I just need to know personality, like real personality things. Is to but be you like, don't, you think that they didn't have personality then? I don't think that they had enough character to them like even like an assemblance like i don't need like massive like here is the entire backstory of the person i need like you know a little bit of maybe a little bit of where they came from like a little bit of like uh like i said i i would like to have seen if you can set up character by showing why Jin was arrested right like just within like a tiny little like pocket scene in the beginning. Like you don't need to even really set up everybody else's backstory. I think if you just focused on Jin, who was meant to be our really our protagonist, uh, she is the one we meet first, and she is the one we are mentally emotionally engaged with, so that we can empathetically respond to the rest of the movie. Then I would have been engaged, right? And that's what I mean by by um, by not knowing where she came from in that, like, or like what she had done to get arrested in that first scene. I was like, oh, well, the movie doesn't want me to know anything about this person. That, that's what I got from that. But, and I, I was immediately shut out from, from but the, just the rest of the film. You start the whole movie with her family basically being destroyed. Yeah, but it's not like her as she is now, you know. Yep, it's like I want to know, like a like a like it's like a tiny bit of like if she was like stealing food to give to somebody, then in that case, you know that she is the kind of person who would do something for something else, somebody else, regardless of her circumstances, right? Like it's like a small thing like that. You that, that is, uh, it is. I mean, it's a big part of like. Um, you know, in, in writing books and whatnot about uh, when when filmmaking is giving the audience something to be like, this is a thing that this person will do, and it shows who they are as as a character. And I just felt like the movie did not give me that as uh, a thing from well, the beginning. It, it can be as simple as you know, like with I'm, I'm you know I'm going to take Aladdin because it's a, it's a great comparison mm. in terms of someone you know as you said maybe she's stolen something because Aladdin you know. He has that whole play with a boo at the beginning to steal the bread, and then he gives it up to the kids, and it's like, okay, we know we know who Aladdin is, we know who this guy is, mm. and it's as simple as just a handoff of some bread to kids, and right. you're like, cool, right? He's a good, he's a good guy, okay. And then he goes through that struggle of of not telling Jasmine exactly what is why, you know. It, you're then like, no, but we know that you are this, and yeah, I see what you're saying that Jin just missed that. She she could be this really good person. And then her call to action is to help the rebellion and she resists that call to action. It's like, yeah, but we know that you want to do good because we saw you do this earlier. Right. 
that is it kind of all I would have needed for that to really yeah, yeah, sell me on, on this movie. But I, I also yeah, think I that the the action sequences in Rogue One are fucking stunning. I remember like the mm. when things actually start like kicking off. I was like, oh okay, now I feel like I'm really watching a Star Wars movie, mm. right? Uh, or like because you know Star Wars is battles so bloody well that you can kind of sit there and go, wow. <laughs> <laughs> saying in the cinema, just like really enjoying having like this huge spectacle kind of wash over you. Yeah. Definitely, and and the Battle of Scarif is probably the best space battle in all of Star yep. Wars. Arguably, it's yep. up there. Yep, yep, I agree. I agree. Um, <laughs> um, right, Katie, I now can see where are we standing. Um, yeah, gotta put it out there. I'm sat down doing this, but yeah, cool. <laughs> Um, An obvious joke, but it had to be said. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so I would say that uh, now we can talk about the new trilogy. What do you think? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and um, I, I would like to request um, Elliot to talk on his quirk yeah. voice, please. Please go. My, my what voice? <laughs> I missed what you said. My what voice? My what? <laughs> the, the, you know that the Korg voice, no, Korg. Hey, hey, right, Korg. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't know. I can just slip into it. I've not done it for a while. Um, no, no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna talk. I am gonna talk my my normal voice oh, and wow. and and get my get my brain around what my Korg voice should sound like. Okay, and maybe it will slip out somewhere. Um, no, so the sequel trilogy. It's you know, I I don't think I can really just talk about just the sequel trilogy. I think. I, you know, maybe we need to talk about the Disney era of Star Wars because yes. there are things, because the way that the Disney era of Star Wars has worked for me is a few simple changes would made would have made it, uh, you know, very, it would have just made everything cleaner, I think, really, is, is probably the best way of saying it. Um, mm. For starters, I'll say what I've loved about the Disney era of Star Wars and I've spoken about this on, on my channel. There is a video up there and ready if people do want to watch. But how Disney, you know, this, this is something Disney doing with all their properties. Yeah. But the, the increase in diversity and representation and inclusion and, and the Disney era Star Wars is, you know, is, is, is really pushing that forward. You know, we just spoke about Rogue One. You know, look at all the main characters, mm. lead female lead um hispanic male mm. uh asian male to uh well south south asian male yeah. to southeast asian males you know it's it's already heavily more diverse um and so i think that film for that reason was just kind of even more incredible because it showed that it, it, it very simply in a way made the galaxy bigger because one problem people have had with the skywalker saga or nine of the films is that you know, everything is pertained to these, this one family or these, or in the case now with Ray, these two families. And mm -hmm. so it's just kind of like, oh, now we've got a story actually of other people across the galaxy who come together to, to, for this one cause. And, and, you know, and, and that they were very different people to what we've seen in a Star Wars film before. So I thought that was great. And then that, you know, that bleeds into, I mean, it bleeds heavily into into Star Wars Rebels as well. You know, two of the lead characters. You know, we have two female lead characters within yeah. that, which was highly more interesting. And the lead male uh, is again of South Asian descent. So, yes. you know, it's again, it's kind of it's it's already 
you're just kind of like you're, you're just expand you are really expanding that galaxy not just by telling a new story but by the people that that story is about as well and mm-hmm. and then again that you know then that bleeds into the sequel trilogy you know we have a stormtrooper who 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 flees who flees the first order and it's like who doesn't want to be a stormtrooper anymore we've not seen that before and and then and then he's a black guy and it's kind of like wow this you know this is this is all so new and this is all so amazing like you know the the response for that first trailer when Finn's head first pops up you know there were mm. people that you know people that were like joyous that oh my god there's the, the new Star Wars film the first Star Wars film in in 10 years is here and straight away black guy it was like whoa this is okay this this is doing something different now this is mm. this is what we need from it unfortunately force awakens didn't really follow through i think with enough new i think it was too much of an homage to a new hope and i know that's an uh, an argument that has been spoken about so much and so much and people are bored to death of that argument but it doesn't stop it being true yeah you know just because you don't like it it doesn't it, it was an homage to to the force awakens to yeah. a point to a fault really um mm. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think I just I, I think this Disney era stars. I, you know, if it's going to go down the path of, of of greater representation, then I I absolutely love it. And you know, even into the Mandalorian now as well, where we yep. have we have female directors now, and you know, we're not far off. We're going to have a female director for one of the films. In fact, Deborah Chow, one of the directors on on Mandalorian, is now the the showrunner for the Obi Wan series. So yep. you know, it's. Things are moving and changing there. We're beginning to get different opinions and different ideas. And, you know, that's what Star Wars needed. The prequel trilogy was cool. It was great. Everyone had a good time. But, you know, it was it was just George Lucas and the producer Rick McCullum just doing what they wanted. And parts, a lot of it doesn't work. Uh, You know, Mm. Attack of the Clones is not a good film. But, I mean, I still watch it. You know, I'm not going to never watch it. But, you know, I think it just it just got too stuck on one idea and as great as George Lucas is to creating this universe, it needed diverse opinion, diverse creativity yeah. to, to bring it forward. Um, now in saying that they should not have, Disney should not have led with a, a new trilogy. They should have led with the anthology stories. I feel because Rogue One was great. Solo wasn't needed, but it's still fun. Mm. And I think they could have just gone down that route, you know, give us three anthology films and then start your new trilogy. Granted, we'd be in the middle of a pandemic waiting for the new Star Wars trilogy to begin, but, you know, you can't predict that, but whatever. But I, I just think you could have, you should have settled everyone back into Star Wars and, and set, set, sat down and gone, right, people are enjoying this. We're going to make this new trilogy. We're carrying on from Return of the Jedi. Where does it begin? Where does it end? What happens in the middle? And right. for me, that's how the sequel trilogy episodes seven, eight, and nine, you know, because really the only one I really enjoyed was the last Jedi. And, and because, because it was the one that actually had new ideas and did something Mm -hmm. different and, and, and allowed these, this new creativity to express what it wanted with stars. I mean, you know, you, you, you pay 3 billion pounds for a property or $3 billion for, for a property. Why do what already came before? put your yeah. new ideas into it and yeah uh, you know we'll go into the more nitty-gritty details i'm sure but my overview of of as i say the disney era of star wars is yeah great it's doing new things but we should have thought fully about how we were going to continue the old story before mm-hmm. we got there <laughs> yeah um you know i 
I, I agree uh, with everything you said, basically. Uh, I, I think the rush behind uh, the whole, you know, let's continue the Skywalker saga is, uh, is basically that, you know, they, they, they were afraid that uh, if, if they start later on, they probably won't be able to bring back uh, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and um, rest yeah. of soul, uh, yeah. Carrie Fisher. Yeah, so, and, that, uh, and that's understandable. Well, yeah, I mean, look, you know, we've, you know, since 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 Star Wars has returned, yeah, we've lost Carrie Fisher, we've lost yeah. Peter Mayhew, we've lost Kenny Baker. Yeah. So I get it. Like, I, I completely understand why 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 you want to. Yeah, mm. I get it. But. Yeah, but uh, you know, I I agree with you uh, on that front. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Like, you know, the only one out of the trilogy that I I truly enjoyed was the Last Jedi. I know a lot of people are shitting on it, but uh, come on. Uh, and uh, and you know when Force Awakens came out, I think I was hyped because it's a Star Wars movie again, and I yeah. miss Star Wars, and I want to watch Star Wars. Uh, and you know, at first I was I was absolutely in love with it, uh, but going back mm. uh, and watching it um, over and over again, uh, it's it's like yeah, it's it's the new hope basically, which is you know yeah. it's 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 not a bad thing and uh, they did uh, you know pull my strings as well and i was like really in there with the nostalgia and everything but mm. uh, i kind of realized uh, the, the, that um, i i just i just want to see something new and uh, in the, yeah. you know and uh, i i am one of those people who who feel like that uh, you know i i love the diversity i i love the female lead I don't love that they made Rey so powerful that without any lessons, she was able to defeat Kylo Ren, basically. And I was like, but, uh, yeah, but this, this is, this isn't, this is, it's, it's an interesting, you know, point that people say about that, 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 that she, you know, she didn't have any lessons. She, you know, she, she didn't do this, she didn't do that. But, but nobody talks about, nobody talks, there's one pivotal thing within that fight scene that nobody talks about because that whole fight, the first half of that fight, she is losing. She she's running away from him, mm. and then there's and then she connects to the force, and and it's at that point that's when she she turns the tide because she begin you know and the whole thing in the original trilogy about the force was you know Yoda's whole teaching to Luke was you just need to believe in it, you just need to believe that this thing is there mm. and it's going to guide your actions, and that's exactly what Ray does, and everyone's like no that's that's not how it works. And I'm like. I don't know. For me, for me, that is how it works because that's how Yoda, in as we've established, even we've just established here today, the greatest Star Wars film, described the Force. Okay, but uh, sure, uh, that's the way to do it. But even look, uh, you know, struggles with it, and uh, then you're gonna tell me that Rey, who didn't didn't have any teachings, anything, and she's like, oh, I just have to connect to the Force, and then I can defeat Kylo Ren. Like, oh. Come on. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. yeah, well, you know, I mean, Luke connected to the Force in A New Hope and blew up the Death Star, so without a targeting computer. Yeah, but, it, it, but... He did it. it Luke did it. I, I know. did it in The Phantom Menace. <laughs> I know they did Everyone it, did but it. like, come on. It was like... It, okay, leave me alone. What you're saying is completely fine, and and you know, I'm not saying I'm not I, I'm not here saying you're wrong. I'm just what I'm doing is I'm just pointing out that it copied what we'd already seen, but 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 then it didn't make sense, and I, I just I, I I'm just trying to I'm just trying to understand why that why that still doesn't make sense when when it when it has happened before when someone has just tapped into the force and they've done the big thing, huh. because. 
for me, I, yeah, I, I, it's why I never understand when people go, how can Ray defeat Kylo so easily? Well, she did the big thing that Luke and Anakin did. That's how she did it. So... I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not hmm. saying that, I'm, you know, I'm not here to. I don't to know. I, well. but I'm, just, it, <laughs> I'm just here to show that, that, that yeah. No, I, I get it, what you mean. And, and, you know, obviously the, the, there are those examples and yes, of course, but I cannot, I cannot go by the fact that this is a, an example where it's a one-on-one, one-on-one uh, fight scene uh, between mm. a, a trained sit uh, and then, mm. Someone who basically using the lightsaber the second time, first time, don't even remember. And, and it's like, you know, I get it. She connects to the force and all that stuff. But I'm like. So she connects to the force. <laughs> the lightsaber connects to her. Remember the lightsaber I, to her. But I, also I, don't forget, also don't forget, also don't forget Kylo within that fight as well. You know, he's, he's, as Snoke points out in The Last Jedi, Kylo's, you know, spirit was fractured after killing his father. He's then taken a crossbow bolt to the hip so you know i again again it the outcome of that fight is fully within the realms of possibility of star wars and and as trained as kylo may have been you know he you know he picked apart finn he he, he had ray on the ropes that whole time and but he was still injured and he he had just killed his father so Mm. emotional physical state were also out of balance as well i'm gonna cut in now because Mm. uh and say the fun thing about being somebody who kind of grew up with star wars but doesn't have that much of a uh an emotional investment compared to some is that i don't care when shit like that doesn't really make or doesn't make perfect sense, I'm just like, it's cool. <laughs> I'm good with this, right? I'm sitting there watching Force Awakens in the cinema being like, I really liked that movie. I really had a lot of fun watching it. I know mm-hmm. it's basically A New Hope again, but I don't think at the time that didn't matter at all because it yeah. was like, this is the beginning. They'll do something else later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, I agree. Exactly. And I, I remember just really um, enjoying that whole movie. Mm. Thing is, trying to think about it now, don't remember all that much about it, like other than the really big temple moments of it. Like I remember, mm. you know, Han Solo's death, and I, I can picture the the fight in the forest, but I don't know the details of it enough to have an argument about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so it's like. I, you know, that movie was fun. Where I get caught up on those last movies is that I, I, I also really liked The Last Jedi. I had issues with The Last Jedi, but those were more structural issues rather than, um, you know, internal logic issues, mm, right? Mm, I yeah. get frustrated with um, stories that have whole sections of, of uh, sort of side plot, if you like, um, that happen only because people have not communicated with each other really frustrates yeah. the shit out of me yeah. the fact that that entire section with finn and uh rose on that planet um could have just not happened if uh if Waterface uh with the purple hair just oh, no. you know was honest about their plans maybe you know so that they didn't feel like they were you know the people in charge were incompetent they had to go off and do things on their own right yeah it was like the whole thing made me go oh god I just it just doesn't it annoys me rather than makes me go oh yeah this is believable right mm. uh, and it's like yes arguably in real life this could be a thing that could happen okay mm-hmm. but this is a story and if it frustrates me 
in a way that isn't fun, then I feel like you've you've failed in a sense there. Yeah, yeah. But I will say that I have never had I never had any I like I know a lot of people were like, oh Luke was a completely out of character in that movie. I'm like, nope, didn't see that. I thought what they did with Luke was really interesting, you know, because they did something different there and they yeah. did something different in a lot of ways with like the, the whole philosophy of the movie. I loved the connection sort of stuff that they came up with between um oh, Kylo Ren and Ray. Like, I think that was a really fascinating thing to to look at and the way that they played it out was really fun i uh, i can understand like especially after reading all of the stuff that john boyega said about um his treatment within the franchise i understand his complete frustration yeah. with that mm. as a movie mm. i feel like i'm surprised he's not more frustrated with kind of what happened with him in uh yeah, right. with the fact that finn doesn't really get anything by yeah. the end of um rise of, rise of skywalker yeah, yeah. um but you know that that's very personal to him, and I won't speak for his um, you know experiences yeah, yeah, or anything yeah. along those lines. Um, yeah, I mean, I I just personally get incredibly frustrated that we didn't get more out of Finn. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think the we potential all are. was so there, yep. and then they just were like, Meh. the fact that they brought in Rose as this. I mean, she's wonderful. I love she's, Rose, yeah. and the you know the uh, treatment she got from you know the those Star Wars fans um uh after her you know she was announced and, and cast within the movie it's like um it's disgusting the fact that she only has like what two three four minutes of screen time yeah. really in rise, rise of skywalker yeah. really speaks to how that entire movie is just sort of like the yeah. studio being like we can't angry we can't anger them again just give them everything they want mm. and it, i mean i just it, it, Thinking, of, thinking about like, Rise of Skywalker infuriates me. Like I get really angry thinking about Rise of Skywalker just as a movie. Yeah, they, they tried, I feel they tried to run that middle ground too much of being like, let's it's play a, it safe, but let's also try and do something daring. And, and in the end, they did neither. It's a coward's movie. That's what I always call it. It's yes. a coward's movie yes. uh, through and through. It doesn't follow through yeah. on any of the things that were actually really interesting about uh, The Last Jedi, nor does it really completely negate them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I always bring up the the one lesbian kiss that happens for two seconds on screen at the end of the movie. Like, wow, guys, thank you for our uh, you know for our excellent LGBT representation right. in this movie. Spot on there. Uh, <laughs> when you had right. Poe and Poe and Finn right there, they were right there, and you could have done something really interesting and like a completely uh, um, daring and pushed like yep. an envelope and yep. you know pissed a lot of people off but probably the right people to piss off yep but no couldn't do that possibly uh, instead we'll write ourselves a, a female um, love interest for, for Poe just to be like he's definitely straight and then everybody else is like bye people exist <laughs> guys come on um i get frustrated thinking about the rise of skywalker has this entire subplot where finn's like i need to tell you something and then he never tells anybody it by the end of the movie like what the fuck is that about right it's Uh, like you can't bring that in as a story device and not pay it off it's just bad storytelling yeah Ah. and it's so ridiculous have you seen have you seen what the the treatment for Chris uh, Trevorrow's Jewel of the Fates episode nine? I haven't uh, read it, but I know that there were a lot of really interesting the, ideas within it. Yeah, the, the the best person I've seen lay it all out is Mister Sunday Movies. Mm. Um, he's got it up on his on his YouTube channel. Uh, well, I'll, I'll 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 send the link into the Discord so you can watch it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's Finn 
does something. Finn, Finn's role within that film is far more interesting. He's got Rose there right with him doing everything. Mm. Uh, it's, 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 it's far more interesting. It, and just the whole film is mm. just, was just, just sounded so much better because yep. it didn't rely on past ghosts to tell mm. a story. It relied on the characters we've established for two films to tell the story. And I think, I think that's where Rise of Skywalker really, really lost itself because they felt that they had to connect right to something. You know, oh, she yeah. Had to I be, mean, Christ. She had to be from somewhere. And, you know, everyone goes, you know, and <laughs> Ray Nobody was by far, Ray Nobody and Kylo and Ray being a dyad in the Force, I think, were two of the most incredible plot points from from or incredible two incredible ideas from those from those last two films that 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 should have been you know that just should have been and if that communication had been there if you know if really ryan and and jj had sat down you know ideally for me what would i ideally have happened is that uh ryan had wrote the trilogy and you know, and then and then worked alongside JJ directing it because I think he would have got something really interesting because he would have got Ryan's yeah. nuance with JJ's flair for the spectacular. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think I think he would have had something far more interesting. I yes. mean, imagine if they'd actually sat down and you know outlined the entire three movies from the beginning as opposed to just giving it to three different people and being like, I don't know, do what you like with it. I mean, yeah. The, yeah. That, that exactly. Were definitely mistakes along the way. A lot of them. Uh, and uh, and you know were made were definitely made. Uh, I think their biggest mistake to date is is getting scared of uh, how some people reacted to to the Last Jedi yeah, and be like, yeah, nah, you know what? Let's just do fan service. Let let's just take everything back that we did in in the Last Jedi. Let's just forget about that. And then and then you know they purposefully put lines into the Rise of Skywalker where they were like basically deleting everything yeah. that happened in the Last Jedi. And I'm like, fuck off. Like <laughs> for oh, and like if they had followed through and gave and gave a conclusion to you know to what had ha- what had happened before, mm. it would have put Last Jedi into a greater perspective. Yes. And mm-hmm. maybe more of the fans that, that didn't like it would have gone you know, they might not have liked it, but they might have gone, okay, I, I can appreciate it more now because that follow through, you know, it, because a lot of them were saying nothing got resolved from Force Awakens. And it's like, but it's the middle of the, it's the middle of the trilogy. What? Yeah. It shouldn't be resolved. Nothing should be resolved yet. Right. And, no, and no, Rise no. of Skywalker had the chance to, to, to resolve those issues. Yeah. Instead, it, it decided, no, we've got one more twist in stock for you. And it just, just it didn't pay off at yeah, all. At, at all. And yeah. Because, because there's a lot of the film I, I really enjoyed. When I first watched Rise of Skywalker, I really, like, for the first two-thirds of that film, I think, I was like, bloody hell, this is, it's happening fast, but I am, I, I, I like it. And I kind of thought people that have, you know, the people that have sat down and watched The Clone Wars and Rebels as well, mm, yeah, uh, which I have, I was like, well, you're going to get a lot out of this film because there was, and just the way it kind of felt and was structured and, and, not necessarily some of the law that came in the deeper, you know, the deeper discussions about the, the Jedi and the Sith, you know, which was so heavily explored in, in both those shows. Yes. It, it was just, it just kind of came out a bit more. It was, it, it had that full circle feel that we were expecting it to have because mm. it's tying off. Yeah. As we know, 40 years of, of, of a story. So yeah. 40 yeah, yeah. years worth of a story. So yeah, but 
yeah, I don't know. You just the main thing is you just didn't need to bring Palpatine back, really. Like oh have his influence. Have oh his my influence, god! You know. Oh my god! I think I think is- I think have his influence, but you didn't you didn't you didn't need him. That entire sequence at the end where they where both he uh, Ray and and I suppose he's Ben at that point um, mm. get like sort of you know Palpatine shocked. I was like, how are they both still alive? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they it should be dead. It, it doesn't <laughs> make didn't sense. Work. It, I hated the fact that they kissed at the end of that I movie. I fucking hated, hated that. Yeah, <laughs> that's fan service. That's like, oh, they started talking like, about oh. the Ray and Kylo romance, and then oh, we have to give it to them. We're not gonna give you the Paul and Finn one then. But Kylo and Ray, yes, baby. And I'm like, I, fuck I you. The big reasons why I hated that was because I always felt like they had more of a sibling relationship. Yep. So when 100%. they kissed, I was like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, you know, his treatment of yeah. her was really awful for that those first two movies. I'm going to be honest with you guys. <laughs> like, if you are thinking that it's one of those things, like, if this is relationship goals to you, I'm a bit worried, you know? <laughs> a bit? <laughs> I am like, really I'm- worried. <laughs> Yeah, Ben has, you know, all of this potential to, you know, and the fact that they killed him was also a huge frustration because it's like, do you not understand? A redemption arc doesn't mean that somebody does one good thing and then they can die. That's not how redemption works. Nope. It it doesn't. (laughs) It's way more interesting when you actually allow the character to work towards being a better person, right? The end of that film, I actually would have really loved if, um, if, 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 if Kylo had been the one to survive me too and ray not yeah you know he goes and 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 he's the one that goes off to to the homestead and bears lightsabers you know i there's something slightly more interesting because he can't go back to the resistance right you know that's it everyone's going but he can't do that he can't you know he can't he can't be alive because he can't go back to the resistance I mean, so? it's a whole fucking massive galaxy. Like, yeah, he like so many... doing something to help other people, right? Like, you just, yeah, well, exactly. And it's it... um, and 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 you're talking about the rise of Skywalker. And look, I know Lily, you 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 don't like that Ray adopts the name of Skywalker. I don't <sighs> mind it. I think no. I think it it will it will hold a special place um, in the hearts of people who in the real world who have, you know, have gone on to found family through others. So I think in that sense, it's a really important message. But at the same time, you know, if the rise of Skywalker is that the name lives on through redemption, as was kind of the original saga was, was the, you know, was the name living on through redemption. then I, that would have been more full circle than, than Ray mm, Skywalker. I but think at the same time, I love Ray Skywalker. So I, I think if 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 Ray had continued to be somebody from nowhere and adopted the name Skywalker at the end of it, that would have had a, a, a more of a weight because it's like, yes, she yeah. did come from yes. nowhere, and then she took on the mantle of Skywalker for herself. And it's like, yeah. yes, she can still come from anywhere, but she has taken on this mantle of like this legacy, if you'd like, uh, um, you know. But it, the fact that she was supposed to be a Palpatine, I mean, what the fuck. <laughs> I, and, and see that, that's one of the rewrites like you know I loved the moment when Kylo told her that yeah. you know you're a nobody like your mm. parents were nobodies and I'm like yes yes you don't have to be somebody someone to to be someone in this yeah. universe like fuck yeah. off we don't need that and I was like yes you guys are awesome I love that Luke was you know uh, turning away uh, from the whole uh, Jedi thing and everything. I love that aspect mm. because because it was it was you know th- we had Luke the hopeful one, the one who believed in it, and then now we got this Luke, and it's it was so interesting to see how he still decided to help at the end. And I was like, I yeah. I loved his story in there, and I know Mark Hamill is yeah. is not 
particularly fond uh, on it, but I, I just fucking loved it. And I just kind of hated it that in Eyes of Skywalker, he was like, oh yeah, I didn't really mean that. And I'm like, that, what are you really yeah. like are you fucking <laughs> shitting with me right now and then th- they lost me completely at the moment when first when ben died i was like <laughs> fuck no um uh, second uh when ray turned around and she was like yeah ray skywalker and i was like no no you, no <laughs> you no you cannot do that so we we basically uh, touched on uh, the new Star Wars movies. Uh, we touched on. Completely uh, ripped Rise of Skywalker apart. Yes. <laughs> uh, we, we touched on the original ones. Uh, uh, and uh, it is time uh, to talk about. Um, yes, I don't want to talk about them, but Katie made me. I suggested it. I think we should talk about them. They exist and therefore we should talk about them within the Star Wars episode. <laughs> Fine, we can. Um, so yeah, let's uh, talk about one, two, and three. Uh, one, two, and three. Because the uh, old prequel. Why not? Why not? So, Elliot, we are turning to you first, uh, as we did before. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on those three movies? Uh, you know, I, I, I think I already mentioned Attack of the Clones earlier and saying that it's a bad film, but yes. I still love it, you know? Like, same with Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace is, is probably a bit better. It's got, at least it's got, uh, you know, a couple more interesting moments. Mm. Um, pod race and, and Darth yes. Maul fight. Um, that is pod racing. Uh, have you tried spinning? I hear it's a good trick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could do this all day, can't we? Mm-hmm. Um, no, but look, you know, the prequels, they, they, they have a special place in a lot of people's hearts because people grew up watching them. It's to say, you know, people that grow up watching the sequel trilogy will, you know, that will be their favorite trilogy. And it's, you know, yes. it's completely understandable because if that's how you're introduced as a kid, especially, mm. because, you know, particularly with the prequel trilogy as well, you know, the term they're made for kids, it's, it's so stark within those films. So, oh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, I, 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 I really adore them. And Revenge of the Sith it's a lot of people's favorite Star Wars film. It's up there in the top three or four for me. It's great. And it's also, I mean, it's an absolute meme generator, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> I mean, you know, hello there, General Kenobi, do it. You know, it's just, it's, it's just, I don't know. There's, there's an energy about Revenge of the Sith that it's, it, it, in a way, it's kind of a standalone film. It sits there, you know, as this bridge between the prequels and the sequels, because you know that's that's what it was made to do. Mm. And I don't know that it that it effectively bridges the two trilogies, but it does very well at. I don't know. I it 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 just is. It's I can't really describe it any further than saying it's it's just its own entity within the Star Wars canon <laughs> that that stands out of this mad hat little beacon of it's weird it's you know it's 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 quite a sad film really it's quite or it's quite a a dissolute film maybe mm. but it i don't know i don't know it, it just brings so much joy at the same time yeah. um, and you know and the fight at the end you know showed men that they can cry so oh yes uh, 100%. yeah I, I love it have you actually seen um there's a guy on youtube i forget his name 
I forget his channel name at least anyway, but he's made a song out of the Obi-Wan Anakin fight. Oh, no. I have the high ground. Oh, yes, 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 yes. He showed it to me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yeah, Elliot, no. don't die. <laughs> All right, I'm not dying. Okay. Um, and it's, it's, it's the excitement of that song playing in my head. <laughs> no, but it, seriously, it's, it's, it's such a brilliant song. And that, I, you know, as I said, I mean, that goes back to it being a meme generator. So, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I, I love the prequels. I will... I mean, I love all the Star Wars. You know, we've sat we've sat there for a, probably a good 20, 30 minutes ripping into Rise of Skywalker. But <laughs> you know, that's not going to stop me sitting down and watching it. If you know, I probably won't sit there and just watch it by itself. But yeah, right. if I watch if I watch all the films, I'm not going to skip a film. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's part of for me. The canon is the canon. You know, yeah. people have their selective idea of what the canon is, and yeah, then I'm not going to tell you that you can't do that. In the same way, I hope that you don't tell me that, yeah, but it was shit, so why are you watching it? I don't care. It's Star Wars. That's why I'm watching it. So get over over yourself, man. 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 Person. Non-binary. I I mean, uh, that's fair, uh, because I I do the same thing as well. If I'm re-watching Star Wars, I'm I'm re-watching everything. I just... You know, and uh, it's, uh, you know, I was, uh, I don't even know, 11 or 12 uh, when Phantom Menace came out. And uh, uh, obviously back then, uh, all of them were the best thing ever. Uh, I came out and I was, it was the best thing ever. And I just, I just didn't notice uh, that it wasn't actually. And uh, it was funny because I, uh, when lockdown started, I just decided that I I would just watch everything that is Star Wars. Mm. Uh, It's not like I wouldn't do it otherwise, but then this gave me a good uh, chance to be like, okay, I I can do it. So I basically, I sat down on Monday and every night I would just watch a Star Wars movie and I I went in chronological order. Um, So I started with Phantom Menace and I was like, I I didn't remember that this was so fucking bad. <laughs> like, what what the hell? And I I remember that I love George. I love George or when I was a uh, uh, little. I would, he was easily one of my favorite things in in the mm. new uh, trilogy. And then I, I I I had to realize that I I don't like George. It's 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 not working for me. <laughs> like it didn't so, work. George fluctuates for me. Um, the last time I watched Phantom Menace in the lead up to Rise of Skywalker, yeah. I was pissing myself with laughter. I thought he was brilliant. This was just last year. And I was like, what is going on? Why is Jar Jar so funny all of a sudden? What? Maybe it's like a whole swing and roundabouts thing where it's like, as a kid, you really like him and then you grow up and you're like, he's the worst thing ever. And then suddenly later on, it's like, actually, yeah. I can yeah. appreciate his job. <laughs> I hope maybe, I will get Maybe it's just the excitement that, you know, that the, the, the saga was finishing or... Maybe it was, I don't know, maybe it's just an acceptance of, of, yeah, well, nostalgia, but also an acceptance of, well, you know, it's not going to change now. That's it. So, you know, um, but it wasn't even that. It was, I didn't even sit there and go, and go in going, no, I'm just going to, I'm just going to really enjoy this. I put it on. I was like, Star Wars, Phantom Menace, this is where we're at. Let's go. Yeah, and Jar Jar, Jar Jar works, man. Jar Jar works. Come on. Works wonders. Uh, But, uh, you know, it uh, definitely gave me one of my favorite characters in terms of Darth Maul. Uh, mm. who, who became even better with the with the TV shows, and uh, I mm-hmm. am just so glad that Sam Bitver exists and 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 Darth Maul exists, and and you know, I am I am forever grateful for that. And then I got to 
the second movie and I was like, okay, I remember really, really loving this and obviously have a huge crush on Hyde and Christensen because he's, he's, <laughs> he's just a pretty boy. Let's, let's be honest. And then... You're the first person I've heard to have a crush on Hayden Christensen. Really? He's pretty. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's pretty. Uh, okay. Okay. I, I had a I'll huge crush on I'll him. I'll take both of your words for it. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, uh, th- that was the moment when I had to realize that, um, yeah, he's he's not great. He's he's really bad, actually. Uh, however, I do believe that uh, no matter who you gave that line to, uh, with the sand, and you know, we, we all know it. It gets everywhere. It's it's but just meme factory. <laughs> it's just not working. <laughs> it's just not working. <laughs> Uh, also, they uh, do you, um, you've. I mean, Lily, you've, I know you've played Star Wars Battlefront too. But, yes. Um, I don't know, Kate, if you have or, or if any of the listeners have, but they they actually when they brought Anakin into the game, they've brought that line in as well. So if you spawn <laughs> in as Anakin on on Jakku, on Tatooine, <laughs> on Geonosis, he will say that line. That's very funny. It it's is brilliant. It's brilliant, brilliant. actually. Uh, but you know, it's it's like I had to realize that once again, I had uh, my memories were better of this movie than. It's it it's not as good as I remembered. Uh, I'm still gonna watch it every single time, but it's it's a bad movie. Uh, and then it's a great uh, drinking game. That's <laughs> that's very true. Uh, it's a great drinking. Game. <laughs> then I watched Revenge of the Sith, and uh, that's actually the the redemption of uh, of that trilogy. Uh, to be mm. fair, like uh, f- fucking Ewan McGregor is just everything. Oh. Like, come on, he's it. I Another am happy landing. I... Sure, I didn't realize because I was just googling these just out of curiosity. The first movie has the lowest Rotten Tomato score with something around, yeah, I think it, well, I can't remember now. I literally was just looking at it, but it was like around 40, 50%. Yes. Second movie had something like 65%. Yes. Third movie has 80%. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I told you, it, it sits yeah. as its own entity within that trilogy. It's mm. incredible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it's it. It really is a, a redemption movie <laughs> uh, for the, for the previous two, and and I, you know, I when I went back and watched it, and I was like, yeah, this is this is still good. I I, I still like this. Uh, and uh, yeah. you know, when uh, uh, the last season of Clone Wars came out, it gave such a bittersweet uh, feeling. Like I, I, mm. you obviously know what's happening uh, uh, behind the scenes, and uh, and it's like. Oh fuck! It it just broke my heart. I think uh, that was one of the many reasons why the last season uh, worked so well. It was just fucking heartbreaking, man. Uh, I I really I, I think Hayden Christensen really improved uh, uh, by the third movie. It it's it's like you know it, it was it was definitely a change. He uh, was really young when he started those, right? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it doesn't surprise me too much. He, he had a he he must have he learned a lot, and then he kind of went went away for a, a while. Has he done anything in recent years? I know he popped back up into the um, just that one film, didn't he? Push, which yes. was yeah. I can't remember it, so that tells you how good it probably was. Yeah. Um, it, it it wasn't great. Uh, he didn't do much. Yeah, I don't he, know. He didn't yeah, do much. Know. Like uh, that was uh, the um, uh, vanishing on seventh. Or something like that. Right. With Tandy Newton, like uh, a few movies and stuff in the past few years. Not a whole 
whole lot, yeah. but like he's he's, he's rumored. Yeah, he's rumored to be returning into uh, as Anakin in the Obi Wan series. Yes, I don't think it's been confirmed yet, but and it's you know it's probably an unsubstantiated rumor. But yeah, um, that would be cool though. I'd be it, into that. Oh, it'd be great. Oh, it'd be great. I, I would really love good. that. I'm not gonna lie, uh, because uh, I think what worked the best uh, is is their relationship. Uh, I just wanted to see more, which we got to see more in in the Clone Wars. But you know, it's it's not mm. the same. Mm. I wanted to see it with with Ewan and and Hyden, just you know, because why not? Um, so yeah, that's that's how I stand with the prequel trilogy. It's like I will watch it whenever I rewatch Star Wars, but I'm like, I'm not really fond of them. I'm like. Meanwhile. Yeah, look, the only one I will, anyone out of the three of them that I will just put on out of sequence will be Revenge of the Sith. I can't oh, yes. imagine I'd ever choose to just singly sit down and watch Phantom or Clones mm. uh, in the same way I'd never singly choose to watch Rise of Skywalker. But I think any of the other Star Wars films, Sith, the original trilogy, seven and eight, yeah, I, I could sit mm. down and just pop any of them on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up with those movies, mm. like uh, you said. I mean, uh, sure. I was two. Uh, when Phantom Menace came out mm-hmm. um, so those movies were kind of literally on as I was growing up right yeah yeah. Um, yeah. so I they've, they've got a lot of fondness for me I actually also haven't watched them in years so I it's it, like genuinely it's been a very long time since I've seen them but it means that when I look back on them I look back on them as a child watching them so I have yeah. no idea of what they're like to watch now as an adult who you know actually has a relatively critical film eye um, <laughs> but I, I mean I like I think of them and I, I think I think of them fondly um and particularly like I, I think I seem to remember really liking Revenge of the Sith right yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh. But it, at the same time, it's like I think I've only seen it maybe a couple of times, like as a as a as a small mm. person. Um. <laughs> but person. in my head, I'm like, oh, that was a good movie. But really, I only have my childhood self to to go by on that fact. Mm. So I I should go and watch them again at some point. Yeah. You know, well, so many things oh, from yeah, my, my childhood that I, I I'm like, yeah, I've seen that. It's been a while. Yeah. I have no idea what I think of it now. <laughs> No, like, especially I, now with you know with with Disney Plus, like we can yeah, watch yeah, everything. Oh. There, you know, my um my my girlfriend and I we're planning we're going we'll be at the beginning of next year because of the way the plan works, but mm. to watch everything chronologically, so not just the films but the TV shows as well. Nice. Um, yeah. The reason we're waiting until next year is because we want to watch Mandalorian season two first. Yes. Yes, um, yes, yes. And that will be you know that will what, about eight eight episodes, so that should take us just to the end of the year. Yep. Um, and then crack on from there. Yep, 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 hundred percent. Uh, and talking about the Mandalorian, uh, and this is where I tune out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep, uh, we we have to talk about the Mandalorian. Like, oh, absolutely. Let, let Let's be honest. Uh, uh, second mm. season is running, uh, coming in uh, this Friday, which we are very excited about. I guess uh, it's fair to say, uh, and it has uh, a whooping. 53 minutes runtime uh, for the first episode, which was announced today. Yeah. And yeah. I couldn't be happier. I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, just <laughs> just give me more. I was I was really surprised uh, uh, by this first season when I realized that the episodes are, are no longer than 30 minutes. I was like, uh, uh, why? There seems to be quite a few shows that are doing this now. You know, they are bridging in between that 
Yeah. You know, what was usually 20, 22 minutes to mm. 45 oh. to 50 minutes, it's now 30 minutes. Yeah. I like 30 minutes. I, I, I liked 30 minutes. Um, I'm, I'm, I liked it for The Mandalorian as well. I'm a sucker for a good 42-ish minute long show because I find, I, I, I maybe it's just because I'm really used to them being about that long because mm. that's how long yeah. they are in America with just with all the ads taken out. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> um, if something's like 42 minutes long, I'm like, great. I know exactly like, just sort of internally speaking on like a on like an internal clock sort of mm. thing i'm like i can track very easily within an episode how long is left without really having to look at a time code <laughs> yeah uh, when it's like 42 minutes where i'm like okay i can see what we're at right now and i know exactly how long is going to be left even if i don't look at it but yeah. i didn't realize the episodes were quite so short they are yeah 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 it yeah. was surprising I thought they were longer mm. Mm. Yeah. It- and it's why i like 30 minutes because you know i i like there to be room for a lot of story and character development. But uh, I also, I, I, you know, I prefer 20, 24 minute, 22, well, I don't know what I said before, 20, 22 minutes because I can watch more episodes. You know, I could, if, if a show is 42, 45, 50 minutes long, an episode, mm. I can only sit down and probably watch one at a time. You know, there are people that can what, I know, Lily, like you can watch a whole season of Stranger Things in one day. And I'm like, I can, no, <laughs> no, I love Stranger Things, but I can't watch the whole thing in one day. I'll fall Ooh. asleep. I'll fall asleep if it, you really? know, and, and so when it's 30 minutes, you know, it's why I, it's probably why I love Avatar Last Airbender so much because mm. they can tell everything they need in 20 minutes. And, yeah. and I don't know that, that really works for me. It's um, weird. I can watch more of it. Because in my head, I'm like, 22 minute long shows are, are, are reserved for sitcoms. sitcoms. Yeah, sure, I like sure. if there's a drama that's 22 minutes, I'm like, there's not going to be enough time for you to get to all the stuff that needs to be done in an episode <laughs> in that short amount of time. Um, which is, I like, I find it try, I find it difficult to watch episodes that are an hour long. Like if they're actually an hour long, I find it really mm. difficult to binge a show when they're that long. I don't know what it is about it. It's like 20 minutes more than a 42 minute long episode, right? Mm. But if you yeah. actually have multiple hour long episodes, I'm like, oof. For some reason I get like antsy, you know? I, I, I after about 40 minutes I'm like, I have to go and do something else for a second <laughs> before I can come back into this. Yeah, I like- mean there can be films that are that long that are an hour long and they have a beginning middle and an end you know, oh, the yeah. episode at an hour long it's still not finished and you're like oh, but i've just watched an hour and it's not finished for god's sake oh my I god mean, <laughs> I, I i love binging stuff i have been binging shows for many many years <laughs> way before it was like a cool uh, <laughs> <laughs> i did it before it was cool <laughs> yeah uh but it, so it's like so, i yeah, so. in my head it's they're very specific things right like i think mm. one of the only things that i can think of that has short episodes and would still be considered a drama is barry because uh, mm. it's like that is a show on hbo and the episodes are about 25 minutes long um, and it's, I mean, it's fucking spectacular uh, what they managed to get done in that sort of short period of time. But it's like, mm. in my head, a HBO show is often an hour long. Like, that is just A equals B to me. Yeah. So if it's like, if it's it, streaming services, I think do something very interesting in that they don't actually have to adhere to a very specific time frame. So they can yeah. have really varying episode lengths, mm-hmm. which is uh, both interesting, but also it's very difficult to kind of get your head around like being like, Okay, I have to check how long this episode is going to be because I might not have time to watch the entirety of this episode. Yeah, whereas yeah. I might have the entirety, I might have time to watch the other episode because it's shorter, or yeah. what have you. Oh, I I never had a problem with these things that you are talking about. Like uh, 
<laughs> the best uh, example for it is is Kingdom, uh, which has fifty six, fifty seven minute long uh, episodes, and I just binged the shit out of that. I was like, I I can't stop. I can't. I need to know. I but you know, I'm I'm like that with stuff. If if it's something that really interests me, I just don't care. Like even the longer the better. Uh, I I think uh, in in some of the cases, and that's why yeah. uh, when the Mandalorian rolled in, I was I was like. The first episode was like 40-ish minutes. Hang um, on, I have it up in front of me. I'll be able to see. It is 40 minutes, exactly. 40 minutes. And then, wow. uh, and then the second came in and that was like 25 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I was you. like, what? wait, what happened? Did I, what the fuck happened with this? Uh, mm. And, and uh, you know, it was, it was still a fantastic episode uh, and it was Baby Yoda, so... Duh. Um, but uh, but I was I was really surprised by it. I mean, they put everything they wanted uh, to put in there, and it it was ga- great storytelling at the end of the day. But uh, you know, at first I was I was weirded out, uh, and that's why I am really happy that this first episode is going to be fifty three uh, minutes long because I will probably still in the suffering phase of recovering from the surgery, so I need my baby. Like very much so. <laughs> so. It's, it's a weird thing to think about because in my head. Like a forty-five minute long show is is sort of perfect for me for a, like a TV episode. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it, like it, I find it never runs. It, it doesn't feel like it's too long, but it also does not feel like it's too short. Like I can sometimes find that like twenty-two episode long uh, ones can feel too short, and hour long ones can feel too long. Um, but again, I think that's just to do with you know whatever medium that you're on, right? So sometimes you you have a show that's like we have to fill up X amount of time. Uh, for an hour-long episode, and it's like I feel like you're just sort of putting stuff in here to make it so that it is longer. Just uh, so I think there is something nice about the fact that there is a varying length where it's like you don't have to go for as long as you think you need to go for. Just go as long as the episode mm. you know requires. However long the cut comes out, it's like great, perfect, done. You yes. know, that's that's fair yeah. enough. Um, uh, but yeah. Uh, th- I, I think uh, the question is with the Mandalorian is how excited mm. are we for season two? Uh, I'm trying. I think I'm, I'm I'm managing my expectation a bit with with Mandalorian season two. Mm. I enjoyed the first season, but it didn't blow me away like it has a lot of people. And I, you know, but then after the trailer for season two, I I was interested in the direction that it. I'm as much as you can garner from a trailer for a TV show. It's really difficult because. Mm. You know, it's two Ooh, and a half tricky. minutes. Yeah. Well, it's two and a half minutes of 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 possibly eight hours of television. So yeah. it's it's you know it's it's you know four and a half as we probably established. So it's it's really it's difficult to to decide as to how excited I am about it. But it looks you know the tone feels slightly darker. Mm. I think you know that was you know what Mandalorian was going to offer is that it was going to offer something a bit more adult in the Star Wars universe. Yes. And I don't know that it. It didn't not deliver, but I, I don't know that it fully delivered. And I, you know, as I've said, I think as you, you know, as I've pointed out in just this discussion, that possibly my three favorite Star Wars films are Empire Strikes Back, Last Jedi, and Revenge of the Sith, and they're the three darkest films in the trilogy in the saga. So, yeah. you know, I, I, as, as you know, as much as I grew up on it as a kid, I, you know, now as an adult, I, I lean more towards the the darker storytelling. So. Mm hopefully it will deliver on that and you know everyone's sitting here speculating about which characters are coming in you know are mm-hmm. we getting ahsoka are we getting sabine wren are we getting uh, i don't know boba fett and i'm just like I, I, cool you know 
Boba Fett doesn't really make sense to me to be in here. It just feels like we're trying to. Uh, for me, Boba Fett would be fan service. I don't know yeah. the whole. Yeah, but he could easily have survived the Silent Pit. I'm like, yeah, but and he. he I don't know. Cool. I there's know, a, there's actually yeah, a com- comic book about that. How he survives. Yeah, and I'm sure there's terms of fan fiction as well about it as well. You <laughs> yeah, know? probably. <laughs> I just, I just don't know. I, I don't know that I care enough about Boba Fett for that, you know, for that to really happen. That's but fair. Yeah. The idea that the idea that Ahsoka and Sabine might be in it, it was more intriguing because, you know, the, we know that the Mandalorian's mission now is to return um, the child to to the Jedi, but yes. there are no Jedi. You know, there's there's Luke. I think it would be way too far-fetched to have Luke Skywalker in here because, as we've also established in this discussion, we like that the universe is expanding and yeah. we don't like when it closes off and it's all about one family. Yeah. And there was, I forget whose video it was. It may have been Mr. Sunday Movies. It may have been at that chat. I can't remember, but they were talking about the possibility of both um thrawn and ezra returning from rebels yes because it wouldn't make sense the child can't train with ahsoka because she's no longer a jedi Mm. so the only other jedi available are luke or or ezra who is still out there and so you know does part of ahsoka and sabine's journey of trying to find ezra does it now become intertwined with a mandalorian and the child and Mm. and then we get thrawn back as well who is by far one of the greatest star wars villains ever made yes and you know there's an actor on twitter i forget his name off the top of my head but he's been dropping hints that he is playing adult ezra Mm. if it's true or not i don't know or if he's just jumping on on a twitter trend he's done a very good job at doing that (laughs) but i don't know i that for me would be more interesting still at the same because what we're then doing is that we're then full circling a new story Mm. and we're expanding on a new story while you know as much as I don't want the universe to close off, if we're going to bring new people in that is being rumoured and hinted and, and questioned, mm-hmm. then let's focus on one of the new stories that has been created. And, yeah. you know, if it goes down that route, I'll be happy. If it doesn't go down that route, I'll be happy because it's a completely new story again. So yep. fantastic. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, I, overall, I'm excited. I'm, yes. I, you know, I'm excited. You know, and as I said, it's it's got Star Wars on it, so I'm going to sit down and watch it. And <laughs> the first episode comes out when I move into my new flat, so that's a perfect way to pop open a bottle of champagne, celebrate, celebrate. a new flat, and watch the first episode of Mandalorian. Yeah. So, cracking! I love it. Sounds perfect, to be honest. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm excited that my child is coming back. I I'm gonna call him my child. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly i think baby you're to save my life i'm not gonna lie uh mandalorian uh, came out at the right time i was uh uh i i remember feeling really down uh, um, mm. it came out around the time when uh um when i had my first episode uh with the whole pain and and everything and i just sure. needed something uh to cheer me up and that's when the mandalorian arrived and uh mm. baby Yoda just stole my heart forever i'm not gonna lie uh i think uh he's one of the greatest creations that they introduced in in oh, star is. wars <laughs> so um, and, it's, and, he, and he's and he's such a simple character as well yeah. you know not not that he is simple but you know that he that his conception is mm. his reasoning his just it's just it's just a really easy idea a really simple yeah. idea and that's what makes it work you know mm. um yeah <sighs> It's, yeah. And actually, you know, it kind of also, again, linking back to what we were saying earlier in the podcast about 
you know, should Disney have started with anthology stuff mm-hmm. or telling different stuff before carrying on yes. that old story? You know, for a lot of people, they will say their favourite things in the Disney era Star Wars are The Mandalorian and probably Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. Because, you know, they're telling different stories. Look, I mean, Jedi Fallen Order, I, story-wise, I don't know we needed it. I don't know. I, I mean, I enjoyed it again, mm. but it, you know, I, when I say story-wise, I don't know we needed it. Is that it was it was still stuck in that in between of Revenge yep. of the Sith and A New Hope, where we have so much content, mm. and I think that's where Mandalorian is vastly more interesting because mm. it's set now in a time period where you know Disney opened up a thirty-year gap of of stuff that can now be told, and yes. and I think you know seeing the empire broken up but still with some control or some power and it looks like you know we're going to see more of the empire mm-hmm. in in the mandalorian and i think that will help close the gap you know because one of the big problems force awakens had was how are the force how are the first order like how, what how do they have all this shit who the fuck are they <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and i think mandalorian will start to help bridge that gap a bit more so oh yeah 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 100 yeah. i think um when it comes to Star Wars and and uh, uh, when where I have a problem with Star Wars, it's not really Star Wars itself. It's it's the fandom uh, that I to some parts I uh, love and adore, and then uh, the other parts I'm like eh. it's a bit not just a bit. It's very toxic uh, at points, and uh, yeah. I I think where it uh, comes in really heavily is that uh, we get a movie like The Last Jedi. And then they start complaining about uh, that it's not Star Wars like, and it's you know it's it's not it doesn't feel like Star Wars enough. And mm. then we get a movie that it's basically the repeat uh, uh, of of a story that we already know and love with the Force Awakens, and and it's oh yay, uh, but it's too nostalgic. And I'm like, fucking make up I your know, mind, please, buddy. <laughs> like, oh, no. and, and, and I guess I guess that's why Mandalorian you know, bridged a lot of gaps for for, oh, yeah. for those fans because, you know, generally I've seen that that it is those fans that have enjoyed The Mandalorian a bit more because I guess it, you know, it 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 does a great thing of, as we say, telling something new, but mm. then, you know, it does, it does, yeah, it does, it does feel Star Wars. Yeah. In yeah, essence, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know how much I like the term that it, it feels like Star Wars. Like, Star Wars is so fucking huge. That yeah. uh, you know why? Why are we putting this on it? Like it feels like Star Wars. Mm. I, I yeah, don't know. Look, I, I, well, and and I, I, yeah, I, I get what you mean. And I guess what's also kind of nice about the Mandalorian, and this was really nice. This is what is really nice about Solo as well. Yes. And I said that you know when my when people ask me about Solo, I said, look, my favorite thing about Solo is that the fate of the galaxy is not at play in this film. Yeah. We just get to relax and chill out for a mm. bit, mm. and 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 we get that we we got that with the first season of the Mandalorian. Yeah. It was, it was, it was you know a very succinct and select story, mm-hmm. and and hopefully it continues that even though you know it's going to go the way that all second seasons of 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 a show go, and it's going to open up into a bigger world because. That is just the model that TV shows do. You know, they establish things in the first season, and then it's like, okay, we've got the foundation. Mm-hmm. Now let's see more. And yeah, yeah it's going to do it. I don't mind that it will do that. But yeah, I, you know, my overall point is that I'm I'm just going to be managing my expectations mm. a bit with it, and 
because there were you know there were some great points in the first season there's some great episodes but then there were some episodes that felt a bit routine you know mm-hmm. particularly the heist episode when you know he goes on the heist with that old crew and yes. and then they all betray him and it was just like oh yeah didn't see that coming you know the episode, <laughs> the episode with bill burr i, I forget what it was what it was called and and natalie tenor as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was just it was just I don't, you know i know a lot of people like that episode but for me it was like yeah but every tv show's had this episode every action tv show's had the classic heist episode where, yeah. where the main character gets betrayed so mm, mm. there were times like that when it was like oh i'm not really sure but then there were times with the episode at the village and and the atst felt like this scary monster in the woods you know mm-hmm. and the last time we probably really saw an atst it was being tripped over by ewoks and it's like yep. but now it's something to actually be feared and i was like yeah this is cool <laughs> like you've you know you've taken something we know and you've and you've and you've and you've done something different with it and oh, yeah. that's what a show at this time in this universe should be doing mm. Hundred percent. I, you know, I, I, my expectations are very low. Uh, I am happy as long as the baby is in it. That, that's it. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. That's me. Like, you know, show me baby or that, and we're good. <laughs> You're a good show. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah. Um. Alrighty. Uh. I. As as much as we can talk a lot more about Star Wars, uh, I think we are at a point uh, where we slowly have to wrap it up. Um, mm-hmm. um, um, so, um, before we go, there are three things yeah. that needs to be done. Uh, uh, one one of them is uh, uh, Elliot. Please say something uh, in your in your core voice, please. Just... <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> gosh, yeah, I said I'd think about that, didn't I? Okay, let me. Um, what does he say? Uh, hello, hello. My name is Cork. Uh, over here, big pile of rocks. Uh, nothing to be afraid of, unless of course you are a pair of scissors. A little bit of uh, rock, paper, scissor humor for you there. It's very good. It's so good. All right. It's fucking. Tried to start a revolution, but uh, didn't print enough pamphlets. So... God, I love that only, movie uh, so much. Only my mum and her boyfriend turned up, and he's a dick. So. <laughs> Do the new oh, master. Man. Do I the new master again at some point. It's such a good movie. Actually, the, the, the phrase that always flips around our house is um, just because I think one of one of my girlfriend and I will we'll say something uh, astonishing. Let's mm. let's astonish. It's probably not even that astonishing. It's probably something quite mundane, mm. mundane. But but we you know as with any friendship or relationship, you the other person's always got to react stupidly to the mundane things. <laughs> Absolutely. And so I, I, you know, one of us will go, oh my gosh. And then the other will always answer, the hammer pulled you off. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things that's just worked into the relationship that it just sticks there now. So. Oh God, so that's so good. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, thank one. you. Number two. <laughs> yes, um, I am very grateful. Thank you. Um, so number two is uh, we have a section where I usually suggest uh, a movie for our listeners. But uh, okay. now I will pass it on to you. So please uh, suggest a movie for our listeners that they should watch. That they should watch. Well, I'm going to guess the people watching are Star Wars fans. So um, is there something Star Warsy or something akin that people should watch or shall i just go you know what i watched this recently and you should watch yeah. that whatever you feel like honestly really like lily will bring up something completely uh different to yeah. to the episode that we've just spoken about so if you can Fine. suggest whatever okay. you like <laughs> you can fly cool. all right then um 
I am going to go with a film I watched recently. It's mm-hmm. an old, an older film, mm-hmm. and um, it's Spike Lee's "Do the Right Thing," oh. uh, which obviously came out what was it eighty end yeah eighty nine I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I bring it up. Be yeah, have a look at yeah, Google it. Um, I I bring this. Correct. Yes. Oh, I'm so good. Sorry, people <laughs> like. Sorry, sorry, guys. Sorry. Um, You're fine. Um, no, I bring this film up. I think, I think mainly because of uh, everything that's happened this year in terms of Black Lives Matter, because mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting in how relevant that film still mm. is, mm. and oh, excuse me, how how twenty twenty has made that film still relevant. And I, I won't go into detail because I don't want to spoil it for people that haven't seen it, but. There is something that happens in that film that Spike Lee uh, this year cut out and and um, edited a short film uh, alongside the murder of George Floyd and alongside the past murder of Eric Garner as well. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, yeah, I, I think it's it's still an incredibly important film. I mean, for me, Spike Lee is an incredibly important filmmaker and mm-hmm. that film is probably my favorite of his films that I have watched. Mm. And so I would say crack on and watch that film. Yeah. To see just how things haven't changed in in yep. in yes America, but but the world as well. You look at everything that's happening in Nigeria at the moment. Mm. So mm. um it, it just highlights that uh, you know, yeah. In mm. 89 it was it meant something when Eric Garner was murdered, it meant something. When George Floyd w- was murdered, it meant something. Mm. With Nigeria at the moment, it still means something. Mm. You know, it's 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 it might be American made, it might be American setting, but it and it doesn't matter. It's 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 yeah. a global meaning. So I'd, I'd yeah check that out. Mm. Yeah, I was just reading because uh, I got my episode of episode. I do this every time issue of empire magazine um today and they had they have this whole section in stephen queen's done like a anthology of like five tv movies that are going to be coming out on bbc one uh in november um which look excellent like uh, they uh, empire reviewed two of them Mm. um uh and my god both of them five stars in uh, off the bat and and i was reading the article about it and it looks very good. So I mean, yeah. if you're in the UK, I'd keep an eye out for that. It's going to be on BBC One. It's called Small Axe, I think is the series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and I'm looking forward to that very oh, much. Oh. It looks you know, really, really excellent. I am as well. And the main reason I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, you know, in uh, back in June, I made a video for my channel that was detailing films, TV shows, and documentaries for people mm-hmm. to watch to learn a bit more about the black experience through, mm-hmm. you know, through through those media forms. Uh, but the problem was is that I could only really recommend American projects. Um, now it kind of it, it you know it made sense because everything was kicking off in America predominantly, so yeah. it, you know it helped for that. But mm. when I sat down to then, you know, I then wanted to next week do a British version. I couldn't find anything. Yeah. And I'm sure stuff is out there, but it was really difficult to find stuff. And so small acts will be perfect for that. Mm-hmm. Um to to detail stuff that happened in the sixties. I know a few most of it is probably based around sixties with the with the Windrush generation. Yeah. 
moving over. So I think, you know, and with Steve McQueen helming that as well, you know, um, yeah, yeah, you know, it's going to be, it's just going to be on point. Yeah, mm, uh, Mangrove in particular, I think I'm particularly excited for, uh, considering you know how uh, instrumental John Boyega has been in mm-hmm. speaking yeah. out again uh, on everything, uh, and he, mm-hmm. a, if folks don't know, Matt in Mangrove, he's going to be playing a um a uh, he was oh god I can't remember what he was beforehand, but then he goes on to be, try and become a police officer so he can take down racism within the policing system from the inside, mm. uh, and it's just the fact that it's that story with John Boyega kind of playing that character. I'm I'm just really excited to see John Boyega doing like some really, really meaty stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> particularly. Oh, he, need, he, know, he, he needs and deserves it. Oh, mm. absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. 100%. Um, and uh, just to uh, uh, put this out there, uh, Elliot has a fantastic uh, YouTube channel and uh, one of the topics that uh, now you're doing is Diversity Heroes. Uh, and yeah. I would highly recommend to everyone. We're going to put the links in the description uh, yeah. of this episode and and just check it out. Uh, you already talked about Spike Lee. Uh, you, yeah. Yeah. you talked so, about so, well, diversity here. Is it, it the the whole premise is that I'm just talking about basically my personal idols within mm. UK and US film and TV industry who are uh, bettering diversity yep. and representation. So yep. so far, yeah, we have Spike Lee, Ava DuVernay. David Yellowo, mm. uh, Taraji P. Henson, Jordan yeah. Peele. Mm. And then this Friday, um, I actually have a collab with Latinx Lens podcast who have come on to speak about Latinx representation within Hollywood and nice. who their heroes championing that are. Spectacular. Nice. That's I love great. that. I love yeah. that. Um, I was editing it actually this morning and it's it's a, it's like it's a great discussion and hearing it back, I'm like, this is a phenomenal discussion. So I'm really mm-hmm. excited. For people to listen. Yes, we're going to put all, all your links uh, in our description. Uh, yeah, and um, it's it's not the third thing, but it's a very important thing. Please tell people <laughs> how they can uh, find you on socials. Yeah, so it's really easy. On YouTube, Hakuna Machata. Um, uh, Chatter is C H A T T E R. And then on Twitter and Instagram, at Hakuna Machata. Simple as that. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, um, yeah. and the what? and the and the third thing is um, mm. I'm I'm preparing myself. Wait, wait oh, a second. Okay. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's happened. You're gonna do it. You're gonna uh, do the thing. I I think I think we can do the thing. Can can we do the thing? Do you want to start it, Elliot? I was going to say, what if you guys did I'm going to point out that Discord has enough of a delay that neither of you are in time. <laughs> ah, fuck. <laughs> we, uh, we, well, we tried. We tried. Uh, <laughs> it was beautiful, guys. Well Thank done. you. Thank you. We, 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 are, we promise we are much better than this. <laughs> I don't promise that I'm a much better singer. I uh, do not. A- come on. <laughs> in fact, in fact I, that was probably the best I've sung in, in a good decade. <laughs> Well done. I, uh, Thank you, Katie. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we still have to do our never-ending story bit, uh, Elliot. I didn't forget about that. 
I didn't know that we were going to do that, but okay. Oh, yes. I, I, bear in you mind, did like, <laughs> Bear in mind, like, you know, Dustin has a much higher voice than I do. <laughs> I can so, be Dustin. If you don't mind me singing it <laughs> down here. It probably Never ending story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Why is- I kind of feel like I sound like Shere Khan. <laughs> a, t- a tiny bit. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It's, it's up there. Oh, God. Um, all right. Um, so, Elliot, thank you so much for joining uh, on our weird, weird yeah, podcast. Um, it's, uh, we like being weird. It's fun. The um, mood today has fun. certainly been interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it, it definitely yeah, it's because like I, I've not sp- spoken to a lot of different people recently. So when uh, whenever I get the chance to speak to different people, I get you know I can just kind of, you know I don't know it just happens it, it, it just happens and, it's fine and and I am not apologising for it. No, so. yeah, please do, do not. not do not. So take it. <laughs> We shall. <laughs> All right, then. Um, uh, Elliot, thank you again. And uh, people, yes. do not forget to put on your masks. Yes. Uh, please. And, oh um, and wash your hands. Yeah. Yep. And just Men, especially. You guys have stopped washing your hands in the toilet. Disgusting. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Eric from Sex Education. Wash your hands, you dirty pig. Dirty pig. <laughs> <laughs> oh god um, oh man yes and, and just take care you know and just laugh it's mm. a good thing to do yes absolutely yeah. oh yes. my gosh and um mm. and bye <laughs> see you next time guys bye bye, bye.